Welcome to the Energy with Ellie podcast. I'm Ellie and I am on a mission to get more women and specifically mums feeling confident, energetic and strong. This is a place for all my coaching clients, be it one-to-one or in my group coaching and just anyone who wants to listen to me blabber on. So without further ado, because long introductions are super annoying, here's today's episode. Good evening. Again, I'm back. I tried to do something and then I thought, no, that was rubbish. So I've come back and I've written the questions down this time. So if you were watching before and I disappeared, we're starting again because it wasn't a good idea. Okay, so because it's the school holidays, the podcasts are going to be slightly different during this time. Um, I'm going to have to adapt my schedule as I've got the kids at home. I can't sadly just take time out of my day to do podcasting. So likelihood is they're going to be on Monday nights. And then I will also try and keep doing Wednesday ones. But sometimes they require me to do research. And so things might just be a little bit different during the holidays, which is fine. It happens. It's just a phase, a little chapter where certain things have to go on the back foot. And it's going to be the same for me, for my training, as I'm sure it's going to be for a lot of you guys with your workouts. Because naturally, depending on what you've got going on, you've also got two, well, I have two and three soon, um, kids at home who need you. And weirdly in the summer, have so much more energy than they do when they're at school, even though they seem to be doing loads of stuff. So things are going to be a little bit different. Um, and... We I might just have to, I just have to be a little bit adaptable. And that's kind of, like I say, what you kind of have to um, overcome um, if you are a working at home person or whatever, is that you do just become a little bit more time poor for want of a very annoying corporate word. Um, and sometimes you're not going to be able to get in your usual routine and... I think sometimes when we have a plan, when it doesn't go as expected, that's what makes us sometimes feel like we're falling off track, um, is the expectation that something was going to happen and then it not happening. Um, so for me this morning, before I woke, before the kids woke up, I was like, right, we're going to go to the gym, blah, 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 I had all this plan. And then I woke up to my, one of our children had been sick and he has a condition so I was like, well, great, that's all the plans got out the window. I had to cancel my boot camp. I couldn't go to the gym. And so I just adapted. I sort of did a workout at home. It was very average. But I got something done and I didn't let it ruin my day, which I definitely have previously done before. Um, but sometimes things come up and you just have to roll with it. And there's not much you can do. And getting annoyed with yourself and the situation when it's already happened and it's completely out of your control is pointless. Um we just have to take it as it comes and do the best with what we've been given. And I was going to say then and hope that the next day is better, but all we have is the moment we're in and we can get to make all the decisions. And in the summer holidays, if your training is going to have to take a slight back seat, it is really important if you have goals, if you, even if you don't necessarily have weight loss goals or whatever, and you want to just feel good, you really do need to focus on your nutrition because while you can't control your exercise routine, 
you can control your eating almost all of the time. And I've said this before and I'll say it again, that you may not be able to control what goes on your plate, say you're on holiday, but you can control what's going in your mouth and how much is going in your mouth and how much you're enjoying it and your mindfulness, mindfulness over food. So, you know, that really is really important to keep on top of in the holidays. Um, but it's important to keep on top of all the time, but especially if your workouts are taking a back seat. Because if you let one thing slip, it's so easy to slip into this negative spiral where everything just keeps going on and you just say to yourself, I'll oh, just deal with it when I get back to the, when the kids go back in September. But it's like, why? You don't need to do that. You can just, you, you know, you go from, in June when they're at school, you can be driving in the fast lane of the motorway. And August, that's just a slow lane, a slow lane month for, for some of you maybe, where things are going to look a little bit different. I'm not going to be hitting anything great in the holidays. It's, it's not a survival. It's a, it's a slow lane thing. I just need to take my foot off, off the gas a little bit. Other people are going to go past me. Other people who haven't got children or who have continuous childcare, all these things. But for me, that's my journey. And in August, I have to slow down. But if I let my diet slip, I know that when they go back in September, I'm going to feel like I've got such a big mountain to climb. Whereas I could just carry on as I am, focus on eating for health and longevity and just feeling good. And then in September, yeah, I might have lost a bit of strength, maybe. But I know that I can. I will feel the best I possibly can. I can still focus on going to bed early, getting all my water in, doing as much as possible, doing my steps, done a whole podcast designed so I can listen to back myself when I'm struggling. Um, so, you know, things are going to be a little bit different and it is tricky. But tricky doesn't mean it's impossible. And your goals are valuable, valuable, valid all the time, whether your kids are at home or they're not at home. And they're at home a lot of the time. I don't know how many weeks is it they're on holidays. And so can't just give up. And this is for anyone who's listening that's not in my group as well on the podcast, that your kids being at home is not an excuse to not do anything because it is an excuse. Sometimes it might be a very valid excuse, but it's an excuse, not a reason. Um, they can watch you. There's so many ways you can get around it. Which leads me on to my first question, is how to work out how to fit in workouts when you're solo parenting, or I guess this is also relevant to single parents. Um, I've written time for workout because I forgot what the complete question was, but it was basically how to fit in a workout when your husband is away or working, whatever, just not around to help you. And this, um, yeah, this is a tricky one. This sort of comes back to the holidays. So you have to adapt. You may need to release your expectations of however many you were doing when they were at home or whatever you were doing before, whatever the period before where you were doing them, you may have been working, but whatever. I don't know what you were doing. You were doing quite a lot before. If you were doing four regularly and your husband is now away, for that week that they're away, okay, look at your diary, right? Where can I actually fit in some workouts? And then loosely pencil them in with the expectation that things may change because that's life. And go for that. But if you need, you're going to need them, you may need to slot them in in different places. I don't know where you were doing them before, if you were doing them in the day, if you were doing them in the evening. I imagine that you can't get out of the house unless you can get someone, a friend or family member to babysit. Maybe that's an option. 
Um, if you are working out at home, you and you and you want to keep on top of your fitness, you are going to have to fit them in somewhere. Whether that is before they wake up, which means that you will need to go to bed early, which is fine because that's good. Your husband's not around anyway, so you can have nice peaceful nights. Whether you get up before them or whether you do it as soon as they go to bed or whether you do it when they're around. Um, I don't know what your children are like. Mine have kind of and always have been okay with me doing it around them. And I think it's actually really good for them to see you exercising. Uh, but I appreciate you might think, well, I can't do an hour workout with the kids. And yeah, I get it. So you just have to adapt and make it shorter. So let's say you can only get two in. You can take away any rest. You could add all the exercises up together. So you're just doing something. You could, so most um, workouts have like six main exercises in the core bit or a finisher. You could just do two, um, two supersets and just go for it as heavy as you can and just get it done. So you're just getting something done. Even if this is a period of like maintaining what you currently have, that's good. You're exercising. It's the single best thing you can do for your health. On the app as well, if you go into the workouts tab, there's a fair few like bonus high heart rate type workouts that you could just do. If you if you normally enjoy spending, say, an hour on your strength workouts and that's just not possible, do something else instead because at least then you're going to feel good. You're going to feel like you're doing something and I find... If you are um, doing that one good thing, that ought then leads on to you doing other good things. So, for example, if you're going to do a workout first thing in the morning, you then may eat well for the rest of the day because you're already doing like the good thing. Or if you know you've got a workout, you're not going to eat like crap. You're going to eat good because you're doing the things that are leading you towards your goal and aligning with your values. Um, so I think it is really important to get it done. And it's just figuring out how you can do it. So before they wake up, when they go to bed or when they're around, it's really dependent on your timetable and your schedule. Um, so my husband, he works a full-time job, often gets back late and leaves very early. He gets up at five. Uh, we both do. Um, I'm not saying everybody's going to want to get up at five. It's Some people love their sleep. We are naturally early morning people, which is why we don't mind getting up. Um, and we go to bed normally in six, seven minutes at quarter to nine, which is obviously not going to happen tonight. But we have enough sleep, so it's not difficult. And this is one of the things about like fitness and health and everything, is for a lot of people it's not difficult because they enjoy it. Um, so it's finding it where it's going to work for you. Like if you've got this six-week period and your husband is away a lot, how can you make it work for you so that you don't feel stressed by it? You don't feel like you're failing because you're falling behind. And that was in air quotes. So we've got to make it able to fit around your lifestyle because what your lifestyle during this time is going to be very different to mine, to your friends, to anybody else. Like we're all completely different, have different um, stresses on us, different things to do. And so you need to think, look at your schedule. How can you fit it in? But it's really important that you do prioritise it because it's a normal part and it's an important part of our lives is to stay fit and healthy. And you're modelling amazing behaviour by doing it in the first place, especially because you've got children. So 
But the more they see that you're doing it, the more it become normal, the more that they won't act up, I find, when you're doing it because they know you're doing it. And, and also, I find it, they communicate with you quite well when you're exercising because you're not scrolling on your phone or doing work or something like that. And they can join in and it's really quite wholesome sometimes. Except when they start punching each other, but there you go. Um, and then you've also asked on the same, in the same vein about eating meals for one. Um, I have to hold my hands up that when my husband is away, I lose all inspiration for cooking. Uh, cooking for one is possibly the most boring thing ever, and I would way rather just have like a jack of potato and beans. But saying that, the last time it happened, I did cook, I can't remember what I made. I cooked myself something really nice and nourishing, and I felt really good, whereas I always before that would have eaten something really bad and then that would have been like I'd have carried on and it wouldn't make me feel good in the morning and I don't mean bad like oh that was bad food just not what I needed um so what I would do my advice would be to do the thing of cook cook what is it cook once eat twice so if you I don't know say he's away all week I suppose it's essentially meal prep, which I find is really boring. But on Monday, for example, cook something massive like chicken or fish or veg noodles, something that's just really easy, really veg heavy, a little bit of carbs, got loads of protein, and then just reheat that. I think I say you can keep it like four days for four days. And then on Friday, have a fridge emptying thing or get something because he's home or whatever but that is what I would do if I had four days in a row I'd cook some I'd go like do one period of effort or even do on Sunday and freeze some as well just do one thing yeah kind of boring that I'm going to eat the same food all week but I know that that's going to be better for me than if I just ate jack potato and beans and then like ham out of the packet because I was bored um so that is my advice on that um it, I'm probably not the best person to ask because I, I, I don't have best, but and I, I'm happy to eat the same food every night. The thing I like about stuff like noodles or like rice and just vegetables is that if you get bored of the flavour, you can just change like your sauce on top, um, like teriyaki or hoisin or satay, like you know, all different types of flavours. So that's my advice, and I hope that's helpful. Uh, okay, so another question it's been two weeks since I've worked out. Do I go down a smidge or stay the same? Uh, very much dependent on how you feel. You, the beauty is you could try and pick up exactly the same. Your body is very soon going to tell you whether you're going to be able to do it or not. Um, so that's what I would do. I'd just try. If you've had two weeks off, you're going to probably be feeling quite energised, I would imagine, and probably quite looking forward to it. Um, so I would I'd go for it. Um, not too much strain and if you're picking it up and it feels super heavy yeah just go down a notch it's a lifelong journey is fitness and so when you take a little bit of time off and if you do have to lighten the load it doesn't matter because before you know it you'll be back up there again and continuing and then you might drop again because you're going to go away again or you might get injured or you might just feel like you know what I don't want to do this right now it's not important and you might just go to a period of maintenance and nothing really happens and then you'll go again fluctuating as long as you're there honestly that's the most important thing so try it if it's not possible drop down and you'll be back up there again in like maybe a week or two no biggie don't overthink it it's in a t-shirt actually it says hold on let me overthink it and I think I really need to get it 
Um, and there's been another question regarding the differences between machines and freeways. So machines can be machines or cables. So you have like the cable machines that are literally on a cable and they've got the weights at the bottom and you pull it down. You have quite a lot of range of movement for that. I like those. So you've got like constant tension when you use those and it's constant controlled tension. If you think of something like a fly, so where you've got long arms and you bring them out, if you're doing a, um, a rear delt fly, it's quite easy to do them wrong and to adjust your form for it and it to go kind of wrong when you're doing it with the dumbbells, whereas you can keep it really nice and slow and controlled with the likes of a cable machine. Um, and they're really good for beginners on machines. Um, so uh, and, and other types of machines, like a shoulder press machine, chest, all, all these like fixed machines, they are fixed. So you can't change your movement, which is a pro and a con. It's good for beginners. So I personally don't love that type um, because using free weights, you've got to work on stabilizing as well. Um, and you can also have extra range of movement because depending on your size, the machine's going to be different. Um, but they can be really helpful. Like, let's say, for example, I'm just doing my pre and postnatal course, and that sort of made me think that when someone is in the late stages of pregnancy, your joints can be really, really sore, and you know, you've got lots of relaxing, and so everything's it's not what it would normally be. And they can be really useful then because you're not holding big, heavy free weights. You can just do nice, slow and controlled reps with the cable machine. Um, and another one, for example, would be as your centre of gravity shifts, you may not be able to do th something like an RDL. So as you're leaning forward to lengthen your hamstrings, so you can swap and use like a seated leg curl. So they can be really, really handy. Um, there's pros and cons for everything. It depends what you want. Um, you can get perfect results with just free weights and vice versa. Um, free weights are obviously a little bit more adaptable um, and take up much less room. And also in the gym, there's often more dumbbells available than there are the cable machines um, because there's usually only like one or two sets. I personally really like cable machines for pulling motions. Um, and I feel like working out at home, I'd rather go to the gym for pulling. So you've got like lat pull down, close grip, wide grip, um, underhand. You can have a row that you can really target all the muscles in your back. And I personally prefer that to the likes of free weights. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's so many to choose from. Um, you can basically mimic all of them. All of the exercises used on like cable machines with dumbbells and vice versa, but with limited equipment, if that makes sense. So you can't. Um, if you wanted to do like a calf raise, for example, you could use many different ones, but you could just do them with a pair of dumbbells, for example. So there's pros and cons to both. Um, and it doesn't really matter what you use. If you saw that you had shoulder presses, you could try using a shoulder press machine and see when the different area that you're going to feel it in your shoulders. Um, so I, with a shoulder press machine, for example, I personally prefer a neutral grip because I get really clicky shoulders. And so... I wouldn't be able to do a regular shoulder press machine, one like that. So I would use dumbbells, and I just prefer them anyway. Um, okay, I think that's it. That's all the questions I have, unless I've missed any in the last few minutes. Um, but for those of you who haven't done a workout for a while, I know there is a few of you, and I just want to say, don't overthink it. Just get on with it. 
pick one workout. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter where it is right now. If it's been a while, maybe you haven't even started yet. Just pick one and just get started and then be like, man, that made me feel really good. And take that feeling, sit with it, bottle it, remember it for the next time that you're like, oh, I don't want to do this. It pretty much always makes you feel better. Like, I can't think of a workout I've done and I thought, nah, I really wish I hadn't done that. Every run I go on, I hate. And when I get back, I'm like, yeah, I want to do a marathon. Do you know what? I want to do an ultra. And then I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Why would I want to do that? So remember how good it makes you feel and just stop overthinking. Just get on with it. Get up and put your gym gear on. At the weekend, if you're not someone who has the free you know, chance to work out all the time, just get one done. And just do it benefit from it and then just keep doing it and repeat until the end of time and you will feel a million times better you just will okay right that's it from me i need to go to bed (coughs) so good night to you all and i will try and do an episode on wednesday um this is your final fortnight now which is exciting and then all the exercise change for those of you staying which looks like it's quite a lot of you which is really cool um as we go through the holidays and into september towards christmas and then before you know it it'll be new year and you won't need to be saying new year new me because you are already living your new me now okay right good night all i love you all i believe in you you can do it go get it Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please feel free to share the episode on your Instagram stories and tag me at ellie.t.pt. And don't forget to follow the show wherever you get your podcast from.